pitchers and catchers have reported, and so have we here on the Sports Cubicle. It's the marvelous one, Dan Marver. It's Devin Tingle. It's Paul Shavari. I'm Mike Mercado, and it has finally made it, even though the winter has made itself shown again here in the city of Chicago over this past few days. We do know that in Florida and Arizona, Major League Baseball has pitchers and catchers reporting the Cubs and White Sox are in Arizona. It is an exciting time. Dakota has both teams at 77 wins, and we will be talking about that all spring long, all the rest of the spring training. But on this edition, on this segment, on this conversation, it is Paul H., it is Paul Shavari and myself, and I wanted to go over something that he and I have been arguing back and forth. We have talked about on different iterations of the Sports Cubicle, Sports from the Couch, the Baseball Weekend Journal, whether we've done podcasts, on all the rule changes that are coming to Major League Baseball. And I actually have a few of them highlighted that I wanted to run through with Paulie and just kind of get his reaction to some of these and see how much he thinks they are going to affect the viewership, how much it's going to affect the play on the field, and everything in between. Before we get to that, make sure you're following us on Twitter at SportsCubicleTV. We're on every Sunday night on WCPT 8, 20, 9 p.m., to 10 p.m. and make sure you're checking out the Heartland Signal website if you missed any one of these episodes or the SoundCloud over at WCPT 820. All right, Polly. So the shift is changing. Here's the new rule. At the time a pitch is thrown, all four infielders are required to be on the infield dirt or infield grass with two on each side of second base. Players will be able to move as soon as the ball leaves the pitcher's hand. Originally, infielders who began the game on one side of the field would not be allowed to switch to the other side for the entirety of the game, but that was revised to just each inning. So that's just a basic idea of the new chef rule, okay? Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll come back to all these, whatever piques your interest, but the pitch clock. The new rule, pitchers will have 15 seconds to throw a pitch with the bases empty and 20 seconds with a runner on base. Hitters will need to be in the batter's box with 8 seconds on the pitch clock. Bigger bases, the size of the bases will be increased from 15 inches to 18 inches, and position players pitching teams will be more limited in when they can pitch a position player. The previous rule allowed them to use one when up or down by six or more runs, but the sides are discussing a tweak in which the leading team would have to be up by as many as 10 or more, while trailing team would have to be down by eight or more in order to pitch a position player. That's a lot, Pauly. But it's a lot of change as well. And I think some of it is good, some of it is nonsense, and I think some of it is just indifferent. Where do you land on some of these? Well, they've tested these out at the minor league level. And based on, I think, a 1,000 games, they said you've seen a noticeable difference in um, impact of, of the action in the game and the length of the game. Length, length of the game, I think, trimmed by like a half hour on average, and the action in the game increased. I guess my thing is I still have yet to see it kind of all play out, and that's what I'm excited about with like spring training games starting up about a week from now, where you're going to see this stuff in action. You know, the bigger bases, the the you know I I think I saw um, and I don't know how legit it is, but it's like uh, someone was uh, tweeting about the shift and how like they're going to move the left field over to right field and they're going to put the third base, and it's like. Yeah, of course things are going to happen like that. You know, managers are going to manage, baseball is going to baseball. There's going to be ways that you're going to find competitive ways to give yourself an advantage while staying within the rule book. Life finds a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. life finds a way. But it's like, you know, will it feel like baseball is my question. When you watch it, you know, because it's like, 
I think years ago I was saying when they were talking about this stuff, I'm such a staunch purist that it's like, I don't want to see it. It's bad enough that there's DH. You, you know, like they, it should, you know, oh, it should be unified. Well, okay, if anything, the pitchers should hit. And, and I hear that the weakest arguments are like, well, they spend too much money on it. Hey, that's not my fault. That's not my problem. That's a bad investment if you want to invest millions of dollars in something that breaks. Okay. Um, that That's the game you chose. Um, so it's got to feel like baseball to me if, if you know, and I'm going to watch it this year and kind of judge it on that. I think I'll always love the game, but I, I, I think I might be kind of deterred if it's not entertaining to me. At the same time, these things set themselves up to provide entertainment. So that, so it should still feel like a fun thing to watch and it won't take three or four hours of my life all the time. At the same time, I understand for league play, 162 games, you want to kind of not let it go into extra innings. You want to limit the injuries. You want to um, give competitive advantages back to the hitter because that's one of the, the offense is the exciting part of the game. And, and of course, uh, the more offense, the more time the, the game's going to take. So you got to find ways to kind of work around that. I totally get all of that, but I don't want to see it in the playoffs. You know, and, and, and I don't know, I haven't heard a straight answer on, I know some of these stuff, uh, some of these things won't be around for the playoffs. Like, I, I don't know about pitch clock exactly. I'd, I'd imagine shift. I, I would imagine some of that stuff like base size, uh, pitch clock, and shift are probably all in play. Um, but I don't know about the extra runner on, the second, runner on second. And I know yeah. they, they've made that official where it's like, you know, they, they said they were playing around with it and then it would disappear. And then they just made the agreement that it's going to be forever a thing. I don't want to see that in the World Series. I also don't want to see the pitch clock determine a playoff game. Because think about that that scenario, you know, bottom of the ninth, tying runs on third, pitcher's trying to get his signs, he's going over it with his catcher, they're out of mound visits, and they, they take their sweet time on the full count, bases loaded, and boom, the run's walked in on a walk-off pitch clock violation. How how awful would that be? I mean, I think that's worst-case scenario. I think it's the equivalent of in the Super Bowl of they're going to call it when the clock strikes zero on the on the play clock. So to me, it's like sometimes you're lenient. Lenient. You give them the one, zero. Now it's a flag. I think that'll be in baseball that they're not going, especially if it's bases loaded, two balls, three strikes, uh, three balls, two strikes. Like I think there is going to be some room. But it is interesting. Are they going to be the same way in the NLDS game two of a series between two teams? Like how much more, you know, diligence are they going to be about this? Uh, I think you make a some interesting points on on two fronts. I think one, the the feel of it. I think as long as it's a wooden bat, nine guys on the field, a guy in the batter's box, and four balls, you get to go to first base, three strikes, you're out. Yeah, the diamond first. will still be there. The, I think the that, green monster will still be in Fenway. It's still baseball. I mm-hmm. think that'll never go away. I think when it starts changing is like in Futurama where there's a string on the ball. Blurns ball. Blurns <laughs> ball. You know, like that's like the yeah, football. Like here stuff. come the robots. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, they're coming. They're called umpires. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, but like to me, I get the sentiment of what you're saying. I think more importantly, I think it streamlines the game. It also, even if all this is for not, it doesn't really mean anything because there's a chance none of this actually means anything. It puts them in the news. It makes it interesting where you have to kind of watch baseball the first few months to see how it changes, how it adapts, if these are actual changes that you'll see on both on the field and for entertainment. And that in itself is exciting because I think what's more important than just speeding up the game, making the game more exciting, the right teams need to be good. That's never going to change. Yeah, the Yankees got to be good. Right the Dodgers got to be good. The so, Braves have got to be good. Yeah, like, We know what it is. So, like, I think that 
in itself. I also think the health thing is real. I think expanding, making the bases bigger is great. Like, I we use Chris Bryant as an example simply because of his strides mm-hmm. from home plate to first base. And then when he would make that cut from first to third, they're long strides. These dudes are huge. Like, yeah. these are bigger athletes. So to make the base a little bit bigger, the way the contact will be made, just all that, I think it's better for ankles and it's better for mm-hmm. the defense, the defenseman, the first, the third baseman, the shortstop, the second baseman from getting hurt. So I'm with you on that. All of this might be totally normal to, mm-hmm. you know, children that are being, uh, you know, that are born right now. Yeah. You know, you ask them 40 years from now, what's baseball? All of this will probably feel normal to them. Right. You know, and, and I'm sure the game would look a lot different if you and I took a time machine and went back to those fields during the Civil War or sure. seeing the American Association in the late, you know, 20th century or late, yeah, late uh, 19th century, you know, seeing um, the the dead ball era, you know, so th- there's been various, you know, iterations of the game of baseball. These are some heavy rule changes, but you and I weren't around in 1973, and I'm sure designated hitter was just devastating to yeah. some yeah. people. But and, and at the same time, I always loved how the leagues were different, where, you know, it felt like National League was trying to appeal to an older style of baseball, and the American League was trying to be the entertainment league. League. And that's kind of how it started in 1901. It was kind of supposed to be the flashier league compared to the the old staunch, you know, National League. You know, so I, I kind of wish that in some ways, you know, and you could never do it with these types of rule changes. It'd be so drastic to have one league be like, okay, um, our pitchers can pitch whenever they feel like it, and uh, you know, position players can, and we're going to go 18 innings if we feel like going it. You know, versus. You know, okay, we got to put a runner on second. We got to, you know, we can't just have position players going into the game just because, you know. Um, now, with the position player pitching thing, I get it. I totally get it. But at the same time, if the point was to increase offense and, like, you you know, the long ball, chicks dig the long ball, how many times have you seen some position player get rocked by someone, you know? So, at the same time, usually when that happens, everyone's itching to get home and get out yeah. of there and it's move out calories. of there. Yeah, it is. You're it's right. Empty calories. It is garbage time. Yeah. It's all that. Yeah. I get that, but I don't know, man. It just it just feels like too many tweaks where it's like, was was the product that flawed to begin with? And I don't think so. No, I do think it's kind of the equivalent of a restaurant just putting a new paint job changing up the menu a little bit because the, the game isn't changing the stars are still the stars you know the Dodgers are still spending so much money we'll see what the Padres do like the ingredients are still there the chef is still there it's yes. just kids aren't going so, okay, there. Okay, McDonald's would be a perfect, uh, you know, like just like Major League Baseball, McDonald's has been there for a it's long time. It's been there for an hour. It's been a number one. So you think like, like okay, they still got French fries, but yeah, but they're not cooked in the beef tallow yeah. anymore. Yes. It's like yeah, the beef tallow, you know, it didn't appeal to people that are uh, have to have a, a halal diet or whatever. And that's you know, it's the like, thing. Oh man, all right, we got to appeal to everyone. All right, all right. And now they're becoming a much more hipster. You know, a local spot, and they're trying to, and I have to give them credit that they're doing something. You know, that they're trying to tweak the game. How much of this sticks, I don't know. My whole thing about the 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 runner in second has always been, you have nine innings, you should be able to score. If you can't, because it's inherently the game, you have the tenth inning, you have the eleventh inning. I believe starting in the twelfth inning of any major league baseball game, you should be having a uh, runner in second base. I don't you're think getting, not in a playoff game. No, I think come playoffs, everything yeah. kind of— so You're saying, like, yeah. tweak the rule so it's not the 10th inning. No, it's, yeah. let, it, let baseball be baseball. And I also think the rule that needs to be installed is the seven-inning doubleheader. 
That needs to be completely installed. And if we want to reduce, wait, 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 wait. You, you want the seventh? I inning? want the se- seventh inning doubleheader. No, I don't want. And that. I want it one specific day. I want it one Sunday every month that every team plays a doubleheader Sunday. But then, for the sake of competition, though, you've got to somehow balance that. In a no, way. That's you know, not, that's their ju- job. just Let against, yeah, but, but like just against divisional opponents or just sure. against your interleague opponent. But we're never or, going you know from what I'm one, of like, course, yeah. it's smart. No, it's a great input. But I think my my whole thing is we're never going to go from one sixty two to one fifty two. We're never. No, 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 and that's so and you that's need to do doubleheaders. It really should go back down to 154 because yeah. that's what it used to be. So go doubleheader. Yeah. Seven, any doubleheader. But, it's healthy. It's good for Sundays to turn around travel days, get these teams to play and get them going. And I'm with you. I'm with yeah. you on that. I, I guess I could see that, but it's, you know what I'm saying? For, no, like, for the, sure. the sake of for fair sure. competition or, you know, like they'd have to have it where just against your divisional opponents five times a year, you know, whatever it is. No know? doubt. I just think. Let's think about stuff like that. Yeah. Let's 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 not just change for the sake of change, but if we're going to, let's have a reason behind it. And I think that's what's important about it. But uh, I, I I love having this conversation with you because it's it again it puts baseball in the zeitgeist of oh let's see what they do, let's see what this baseball the fandom social media does with the free agency of Shohei Otani coming down with so many teams up for sale with the Cubs and White Sox locally can go any direction uh, the Bally Sports Regional uh, oh, deal uh, down, yeah. bankruptcy so there's and how a that lot. might affect blackout restrictions so we're for, in a good way that we've complained about for, sure. for years and it just goes into everything we're talking about where this is the moment now where also streaming we saw what happened on Apple TV we'll see what baseball does We'll see if they're able to hold on to whatever status they are in the pantheon of major sports in the United States. Top sport behind the NFL in the United States, and that could fall apart. We've talked about and this. And I've it's, always thought it's the NBA. And it's not. And you, there's there's so many factors and numbers to prove it. The only thing I think you've shown me is, is social like media, Twitter. And, yeah, that's social it. media engagement. And then, then that becomes But that means the, something. That means the, something. That's where we all go full circle. That does mean like, something. Even though financially mm-hmm. it's not there, that's, that's why I think you and I have kind of agreed that, like, mm-hmm. Any day now, the NBA is going to pass the MLB. And it won't look back. Like, it won't be a moment where, like, they're going to shoot themselves think, in the yeah. foot. Like, the NBA doesn't shoot themselves in the foot. I think, if way. anything, um, NFL and NBA have soccer to worry about. I think it's becoming more of a presence in the, the United other States. One? The other one? Formula One. Yeah. Formula One has a really good chance of of, of taking storm. Because that's inter- internationally, international, that's really big, but at Netflix the same time, thing. it's it's had a foothold in the United States for a while. We'll and see. Just, yeah. I think that's the I, what my thing is. I think that's the one. I think if anything, it'll probably for. like NASCAR goes down, Formula One and goes up. And that could be a thing too. And it's not yeah. like NASCAR's not huge in this country. I was in Florida for Christmas. But it's and not like as, that. it doesn't feel like it's as big as it used to be. They tone a five hundred this coming up weekend, isn't it? So yeah. I mean, it just goes to show like it's still a still a big deal. Yeah, but I but I've I've been kind of hearing people. It's kind of like baseball where you're like losing some of the yeah. old heads because it's not the same sport that it used to be. But you see how, I mean, I understand I'm, I'm going to be 33 this year, but like we're still young enough. We're like, yeah, we care about baseball. The pro- the thing is you got to get the 15-year-old. got to get the 15-year-old yeah. to care. You got to get the TikTok generation to care, which is why Fernando Tatis needs to play this season, which is why Julio Rodriguez needs to be a star for Seattle, which is why San Diego needs to pop, which is why both the White Sox and Cubs Sho- need to be big. Shohei healthy. Shohei, uh, Aaron Judge. You go down the list. These dudes... And baseball needs to do a great job right now with yeah. TV deals up, with these new rule changes to make sure that they're taking advantage of that. With that, Paulie Dangerous is one of the best in the business. Baseball Weekend Journal, it is that time of year. It is his time of year. We know in March, madness is around that corner. The madness is just beginning for Paul Shivari. Paulie, you're going to be working on stuff? 
I'm going to be working on stuff. You know me. I'm yeah. following it all. Baseball Weekend Journal. Make sure you guys are checking that out. We got a lot left here on the Sports Cubicle with the Marvelous One, Dan Marver, with Devin Single, with Paul Shavari, I'm Mike Mercado. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at Sports Cubicle TV. Let us know your thoughts on the new rule changes coming to Major League Baseball. We got a lot left here on the Sports Cubicle on WCPT 820 AM.